Hi, how would you like to advertise on Conversations with Dwyer? Email me at conversationswithdwyer and we can talk about it. Or actually email me about it. But whatever you're advertising, whether it be your product, your music, or just yourself, that ad will reach around the world and it will live on that episode or multiple episodes forever. So please email me at conversationswithdwyer at gmail.com and let's get emailing about it and get some ads up here. All right? All right, let's listen to this episode. Conversations with Dwyer. I'm Matt Dwyer. This is a music podcast, and speaking of music, that song that played me in today is Don't Know Me by Narcissist, and my guest today is Stephanie Luke, who is from Narcissist and also The Coat Hangers, and that song is off of Narcissist's debut album, which is self-titled as well, and she did this uh, band with her, her significant other, her partner, her boyfriend, her man about town. Dan Dixon, who's also in bands like uh, Please Please and Drop Sonic. And it's a really great album. The links to purchase that are in the show notes. So please uh, buy that because, you know, it's a crucial time to buy music because artists can't tour and it helps. Uh, that's how they support themselves, you know. And I buy as much music as possible. And I, I bought it. They gave it to me. I still bought it because I'm a heck of a guy who supports music. Um, like I said, all things narcissist and coat hangers and uh, all that will be in the show notes. So please check that out. And uh, also in the show notes. Oh, I've, this is a two-part conversation with Stephanie Luke. Um, we recorded an hour. We stopped, but I still kept recording. And I asked her, hey, can I use this too? So, if But part two lives on my Patreon. So uh, for all Patreon subscribers, they can have the part two um, this you get for free, part two. And I do that with a lot of my interviews. They go long, uh, and I post the part two, or there's also the video, which will probably be the video of this up on the Patreon, as, as there's a lot of video from my other interviews. Um, and if you like Narcissist or The Coat Hangers, go back and check out my old library. Um, there's a lot of old episodes there with uh, great uh, musicians like uh, Julia Kugel, who's the other person, or one of the other people in... The Coat Hangers, I recently had Wayne Coyne from The Flaming Lips, Steve Gunn, uh, TV Priests. TV Priest should be next week after this episode, so um, uh, Charlie Drinkwater from TV Priest. So uh, it's always, and a great way to keep up on the show is to go just follow my Instagram, Conversations with Dwyer, which I believe is also my Patreon. I always flake on my, but anyway, it's all in the show notes in the link tree, so you could become a Patreon subscriber. And Patreon subscribers get a uh, pin. That There's a pin that uh, goes with the show, the logo there, and you get a pin. I'll mail it to you if you become a Patreon subscriber. And I will be doing more giveaways, and there's going to be merch coming. It's just been slow. But anyway, this is a great episode. The part two is also great. Actually, Stephanie asks me a bunch of questions about Painting with John, which is a television show on HBO that was um, sort of this podcast helped spin and make happen. So... Magical things happen here at Conversations with Dwyer. Thank you very much for uh, listening, and please remember to uh, check out the Patreon. Please enjoy my conversation with Stephanie Luke. You don't know me, you don't know me like that. You don't know 
right now it's just yeah holding on for dear life mentally and psychologically i think yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know why i don't like i can't really pinpoint it anymore it's just like i just every day like it's just it's just weird i'm like this is this like this is just normal now like because i don't really leave the house that much anymore um i go to work and then I go to the grocery store and that's pretty, I helped my sister move the other day and that's about it. Like that's it, dude. And then I take my online courses and then like last night I was in bed by eight 30. I've been going to bed like, early too. Not a problem. Fell asleep. Totally I, not a problem. I, I think it's just, def- Oh, sorry. Defeat. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh fuck, let's just call it a day. I think Maybe that is. Oh my god! I think you just solved. I think you just found the right <laughs> adjective verb. You fucking figured it out, my friend. Yeah, I think it's just like complete defeat, and just like okay, okay. Well, I guess I'll have another cookie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's literally. Yeah, I'm opening my fridge right now. I'm thirsty. Yeah, we. Have- so, anyways, I'm curious. Uh, cause you mentioned human anatomy. So I'm like, what are you, what are you studying oh at this? On- oh. oh my God. Like, I don't even, I was like, what am I doing? Like, who do I think I am? <laughs> cause like this shit is hard. Like I, I just, I wanted to do like, you know, I was like, okay, well this was kind of perfect timing to go back to like, and I, first I was like online college. Oh my God. No. And then I was like, no, that's great. Cause I don't really have to see anybody. Um, I don't, you know, like I don't have to drive anyway, you know, it's, uh, so, but I was like, yeah, like I might've like, cause I couldn't just like stay home and like not have anything to be like, I have to, something has to make me responsible for my actions, you know, <laughs> or else, or else I will literally just sit around and be a shit, you know? And like, um, so anyway, so started doing that and I was like, well, what can I do? That's like, you know, I hope that's a beer. I'm going to get out of, uh, I'm going to get out of this. Like, you know, I can do a two year thing. I can't do four years again. I can't try that again. And what, what will I actually like make money at? You know, that's like a guaranteed job, you know? And so I was thinking radiology because that's what my dad was kind of involved in. And my sister's actually, she's, um, she works with them. She's not a radiologist. She does like sales and stuff. Um, but wow, like had no idea that I had to learn everything about the fucking, like every little chemical aspect of your body, <laughs> you know? But it has, I'm really impressed with all the shit that our body does, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, well, it's kind of like, I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm on like mushrooms or something. And I'm like, do you even know cells though, man? Like, <laughs> just like, I'm blown away. It is, you know, I've abused my body pretty heavily and I'm like, it's amazing. My well, liver still awesome. works. Or like any other part, like just literally any other part. Like, it's just hilarious. I'm like, man. I don't even know. But yeah, now today I was actually watching videos on how to how to figure out how EKGs work. Like we're studying the heart right now. And it's like, you know when you like, dude, you know when you like, you, you read something or you watch a video on it and then it ends and you're like, like I not wanted, not a piece of that stuck. Oh uh, yeah, I Just, was... I'm like, what's wrong with me? I'm not even drinking right now, yeah. I it's 
I don't, my brain doesn't function that way. Like I thought about going to nursing school. Cause I was like, like, I was like, Oh, that's secure. And, and I have right. a friend who makes a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might, I don't know, man. Like I'm so bad at math. Like I, I don't even know if I have the brain technology, which is actually scary to say that I'm not smart enough to be a radiologist, <laughs> but maybe I could be a nurse. <laughs> well, anybody can wipe an maybe ass, I right? Maybe I could hold other people's lives in my hands, you know, like, I don't know, but all I know is I do enjoy studying it. I am. It's nice to use my brain again. That's, that's different. <laughs> uh, haven't been using that in a while. So I don't know. It's just, you know, and it's like, it's a, it's semi affordable. I have some savings left over and I was like, well, instead of what else am I going to do? Like, why is it? That's what savings are for, right. To like do something productive with. So, and I'm not buying a house and I don't have, I don't have house money. I barely have sponge money, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you're supposed to replace your sponges like every two weeks. And I'm like, Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I read a whole article about it. I put them in the dishwasher sometimes. (gasps) That's a great idea. Again, my wife. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? What's her name? Kelly. But I like to say wife because it makes it sound like I got a goat and like some coins or something. I like to make it sound old, very old dowry Amish. Yes. Yes. My wife. This is my wife. I even call her that in like in real life just because I find it amusing. (laughs) And my daughter was like, knock it off. Oh, no. You're like, that's enough, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> no one asked you. I do. Spring. I say yeah. all those things. I say the family, family, it's dinner time. Family. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. I, I'm a, a very formal and a slob, so it doesn't really. But, wow. But the, does that. A Renaissance man. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Does yeah. that mean that you're studying anatomy and all these things? Like, does that mean like you're thinking past a music career or is it just for. I mean, well, the the whole music career thing, you know, it's like, uh, like I just, I just want like health insurance at this point. Like I'm getting to that point where it's like, I want to go to the dentist, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) I would like to get some checkup, you know, so it's just more about just, you know, I don't know. Like everyone has phases of their life. I don't think music is necessarily like a phase of my life. I consider it to be kind of who I am. But what I've also realized is it's not all that I am, you know, like there was a a minute there where I was getting really like little nutty as far as like, like, what am I going to do if, you know, and just like, like, dude, like chill your tits, you know, like, so, you know, like so serious and like yada, yada, yada. So, you know, so it's just like, I'm just like, you know, adding a new little thing in there, throwing it in there. Um, because I think especially nowadays, I mean, shit, what is the music industry even anymore? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know that? And also it's like, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I don't know how anyone makes money from this shit anymore. You know, it's like. it's, I feel like, you know, you're successful if you can just continue to do it, you know? And if people continue to want to listen to the shit that you make, you know, like, um, unless you're like a, like a huge pop star. And I don't even know how that happens. I feel like there's some kind of machine somewhere that we don't know about or like a factory. (laughs) Like every, you know, every year they're just popping. And I'm like, where did this, how, like, how did this person just, I mean, you've never heard of them. They've, they're usually super young. And then all of a sudden they're just millionaires, you know? 
the worst age to be a yeah Coachella, and I'm like, wait, who? What? But I don't like uh, that's not the sort of stuff I listen. Like I don't ever put on the radio or whatever the fuck goes on TV anymore. Like I just find my stuff through I don't know friends. Yeah, yeah, no, I um, yeah. Whenever I'm in my car, it's all NPR all the time, which is can get you know kind of serious sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I do switch the channel to like ninety-seven point one rock, you know, and like get some some ACDC. I will admit, though, I mean, I I am a fan of some shitty pop music. Uh, Me too. It's usually when I'm drunk, but, um, you know, but if there is, there, you know, not a lot of newer stuff because I feel like there's like, I, I don't even know if it's music because I don't ever hear really any instruments. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, no, but Dan, I'm like, but what instrument? Like, what is, is there an instrument in this fucking song? And it's like, we're both like, I don't even know. It's just like, it's just like sounds and some kind of beat machine. And then just some voice. Do you like it though? Does it make you feel anything or do you just like? Not really. No, not at all. (laughs) That's why, that's why I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So I don't know. I mean, but at the same time, you know. No hard feelings. I used to be a lot angrier, so now I'm just like, you know what? At least someone's making money. You know, like fuck it. You know, like everyone's got a dream, man. You know, it's just just live your dream, you yeah. know? As I get older, I try to like I'm trying not to I'm trying to be more open-minded towards like di- different because I don't want to be that guy like that's not how you do it. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like kids these days. Yeah. Like, cause that's just death that, to me. I mean, it's hard because <laughs> right. there are times where like with like the reels on Instagram where it's just like people like do it. Like, I'm like, great. You're playing bass to a fucking record. I did that as a kid. Like, like what is <laughs> right. the, like that kind of thing. You're not me. special. You're not a fucking <laughs> snowflake. Yeah. But yeah. like that's. No, of, no. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to talk too much shit, but. That whole, like, everyone's freaking out about that Phoebe Bridgers or whatever thing on Saturday Night Live. Have you heard about that? I was like, first of all, we've been smashing guitars since The Who on the Smothers Brothers. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Not fuck (laughs) off to her, but fuck off for people being like. I I was like, what? And I was like, she didn't even smash it. She just kind of, like, fucked up the PA. You know, I mean, you know, the the wedge. I was like, uh. But I don't know. It's just shit like that where I'm like, come on, people. Like, what is happening? Like, what what is happening? Like, I mean, for people to think, you know, it's like a, a woman's, you know, trying to smash a guitar. That's wild. You know, it's like, no, it's not. There's plenty. I mean, I, you know, there's plenty of fucking bitches that have been doing that for years. Yeah. That's what I thought, I'm glad too. She, I'm glad she tried. I'm glad, you know, I guess bringing it to the forefront. But I, I don't know. I don't want to talk shit. Like, I don't know this. I don't know this lovely lady. I'm sure she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, Albini was like. And who am I to say anything? You know, but yeah, that I just found, you know, you can only spend so much time on the Internet. Or at least I can. I don't want to speak for other people, but. I think you can it, speak for other wow. people. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I give you permission. Oh, uh, thank you. You heard it first. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, anytime Matt, somebody gets... Mr. Dwyer is giving me permission. Anytime somebody gets mad at you, be like, this is Dwyer's fault. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I can totally blame you. Yeah. No, the no, internet's... No, no, But yeah, I don't know. The internet bums me out sometimes, you know? It's just like, I feel like everyone... Um, 
I don't know. It's like, it can be so good and then it can be so evil. But I guess that's just like everything yeah. else, right? I was yeah. really good at staying away from it, except uh-huh. for like when I needed, and then they stormed the Capitol and then I couldn't stop look Like I just was like, I, I was... This is awful to admit, but I was kind of hoping for some bad things to happen to those people. (laughs) Not the politicians, but like the. I got into like a K hole of like, you know, like all of them, like, they won't let me on the plane because they called me a terrorist, you know, and like all, like them being arrested. And I was just like, this is fucking amazing. And I'm like, I'm getting so much joy out of this. Like, I'm fine (laughs) with it. And I think, I think a lot of people did because it's like, yeah, you and your fucking white privilege and your fucking insanity, like, it's like, got it in somewhere. Like, you know, it's like reality has to like step in at some moment, I think, but I don't know. Everything's, you know, everything, I think everything's always been fucked up. It's just now we just know about it more, you know, it's like, there's always been people like this, you know, it's just, um, they you have, know, yeah. now they're just they're they're filming themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Always a smart move. This is the best part. I'm like, Bob, it was you did that. That's your fault. You know, but the, whatever. The one time they shouldn't have been anti-mask is when they were committing a felony, but they didn't seem to think that through. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy world, man. <laughs> Who knows? No, I wanted to say I really enjoyed, um, I listened to your L7 podcast with, um, Danita. what's her name? Danita, yeah. And that, that was great. I really enjoyed listening to her, uh, and King Khan, and I listened to Julia's. Those were all really great. King Khan, like, that dude is amazing. Like, we've played shows with him and festivals with him and just hung out with him and um whenever we would tour to berlin as coat hangers you know he would always come out to the shows and he is just the most genuine kind-hearted you know yet when he goes crazy it's like genuine crazy it's not because he's like you know trying to be crazy you know it's just like it's really an honest kind of crazy which you can really just be like that is awesome you know it's not forced you know but i wish um, i had that kind of crazy yeah mine's just like super annoying and i gotta (laughs) apologize to four people the next day you know i gotta like write a fucking email and it's just like (laughs) so yeah but um but no yeah yeah it's it's just fun to listen to it i feel like you know, I feel like a lot of us are all the same in, in kind of some ways. And then, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I thought when you said your dad was a radi- radiologist, I, I for some reason I was under the impression you grew up on a farm. Am I insane? <laughs> no, 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 no. My dad's side of the family. They're all from Fitzgerald, Georgia. And they've, I mean, just generations of generations of generations of farmers. Uh, cotton cattle and peanuts. Um, <laughs> and that's just that it's a, it's, you know, the Luke's, you know, it was like the Luke's, you know, I mean, it was like farms, you know, like we're not talking like, like, you know, like the, the Dallas <laughs> version of like farming, <laughs> you know, like it's like shitty, like hardworking motherfuckers. So yeah, so my dad was, like, the only one, really, he was, like, the first to, like, go off to college, and, like, he started a bunch of his, he was, like, an entrepreneur guy, and we moved around a bunch when I was little, me and my sister were little, um, and I think maybe that's why I just enjoyed touring so much, because I just was, we were always moving all the time, so I wasn't, 
you know, I didn't give a fuck about <laughs> being in a different city every night, you know, it's like, so, uh, but yeah, but no, he's not, he's not an actual radiologist. He, he works for those, those centers. Cause you know how you have like a um, MRI CAT scan radiology, like outside of hospitals, he runs those things. And he told me, he was like, it's really good money. And it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't take that much. You know, he's like, most of these guys are idiots. So I was like, well, I can do that. <laughs> I can be, I can be like a smart idiot, you know? Like, <laughs> was he, no problem. was he cool with you becoming a musician or was that, no, that was that, a, he didn't care at all. He was like, he, he was like, no, he was just like, what did I do wrong? You know, <laughs> like, how did we get here? Cause I was like a total nerd. Uh, like really good student. Like I was in band and uh, orchestra and, uh, you know, I did like lacrosse and basketball and softball. I did all the things, you know, and I was awful at all of the sports. Um, but no. And then like, I, I got out of high school and I went to, you know, I tried the college thing. I was just like, I don't want to do any of this, you know? So I moved out to LA excuse me and my parents of course you know they supported me but they also were like why you know like what are you gonna what are you gonna do out there and I went to um uh yeah I packed up my little car with like all my records some clothes and this one lamp I really liked (laughs) (laughs) which I no longer have which is very sad but anyway so so yeah I moved out there I had a, a cousin my cousin Kiernan, she lived out there, so I slept on her couch until I could get my own little basement apartment. Where did you? What uh, neighborhood were you in? I was right down the street from Vivid Video, the porno. Oh, uh, like kind of in the valley. In the valley, yeah. Oh, yeah. I lived in this basement apartment with like a like my my cousin's roommates cousin or something like that and he was just this weirdo but he was going to musicians institute which where i was going he was going for drumming actually and i was going for music business quote unquote (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man it sounded i was originally going to go for um engineering and stuff and then i was just like yeah i don't know i don't think i can do all this because there's a lot of math involved but (laughs) uh shit and then so yeah but i learned you know i learned it was good because uh, i started um, tour managing for, you know, and I use that word very lightly because it was like for bands that, you know, like we went on warp tour, but you know, it was the lowest of the stages, you know? And then I, um, you know, toured with, you know, I was just trying to like learn how to tour and learn how to like, you know, and then one day I was like, dude, it fucking sucks. I can't, I, like, I want to be the one who's like on stage and partying and having a good time. <laughs> I don't want to be babysitting. It was like glorified, you know, it's glorified babysitting. And that's not, that is a very hard job. You know, I definitely have a lot of respect for tour managers because it's just like, Jesus Christ. It's just, you're always like chasing kittens around, you know, like, but, um, so yeah, so that's when I moved back and we started Code Hangers and yeah, just you know. And you hated that LA too, time. right? Oh my god, yeah. I had I had one like I had a couple of uh, two good friends um, eventually that I kept that I still keep in touch with. Well, one's dead, but um, but you know it's like yeah, I hated it. I was there for two years. I gave it my best shot, but it's just like, I'm just not cool enough, man. I just, everyone's too fucking cool. Everyone's too well-dressed. Um, 
you know, I don't even, I, it just, and it just made me very anxious all the time. You know, it was just, uh, it was beautiful though. And it was super cool at first because, you know, it's like Hollywood, you know, and I was having a great time and, but then it was just like, I was having too good of a time. <laughs> and so yeah, I needed to get out of that bubble cause it was getting kind of dark towards the end. Yeah. It's, uh, I worked at a bar in downtown LA for like a decade and it was, Oh God, where? Uh, it was on fourth between spring and Maine. It was called bar one Oh seven. What, what year was this downtown LA From used to be 2000, terrifying. 2005 to 2015. Oh wow. Okay. It was okay. when I first, so, it was not far from skid row. When I first started working there, like there was a couple of times. I had a dude who was a crackhead came in and he, all he would do when I was like, you got to go. And he just would growl at me. And I had a, one of those big Magnum flashlights and I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking hit this guy in the head. Like I was just like, <laughs> and it wasn't the only time there was times where I was like, I'm going to get murdered or I have to, I'm going to have to like serious. And I'm not a violent dude. Like, and the God, time I, I thought I was going to get murdered were like two huge motherfucking guys who were like throwing around racial slurs. And I was like, Sorry, oh. you can't have that. And they were like, what are you going to do? Make us leave? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. You're like, uh, I'm going to use my my charming wit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's always the thing. Like, my mouth would always get me in trouble too, man. It's just like, I would just, I was always just so like, if anyone fucked with me or my, you know, my bandmates or my friends, I just like... And I'm, I'm pretty tall, you know, I'm like about six footer, you know, but, <laughs> but boy, my mouth would run. And then I'm like, oh fuck. Like I gotta, now I gotta fight. All right. Cause I am not good at that part. You uh, know, yeah. <laughs> like, I've always... I'm good at like throwing drinks in people's faces, throwing other things, looking like a nut bar. You know, I was really good at that. Had that down solid nutty. <laughs> Uh, but then it's like, ah, yeah, I got, I got my ass whooped a couple times. Um, but again, like that's, that's part of, you know, being young and being <laughs> kind of crazy. Right. I mean, I feel like the people who don't kind of go through those, um, you know, those kind of like nutty experiences, those kind of like crazy experiences. It's like, cause once you get like, I'm, I'm going to be 40 this year. Right. Which is like, just blows my mind that I've made it this far, knock on wood. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, but it's like, you know, it's like a part of you. It's like, I'm like, dang, man. Like I wouldn't trade any of those, even the bad ones. I wouldn't trade any of them because it's just like, that's just crazy. Like that was awesome. That was so fucking weird and crazy. Like, what was I thinking? Those, you know, I mean, I think those are good, good things to have, you know, cause like, you know, people who just, do the right thing all the time. I'm like, <laughs> but isn't there like some part of you that wishes like you'd gotten really fucked up and almost died and like, or maybe accident, you know, like I, I feel like everyone has a little bit of that in them, but may, maybe I'm just, maybe that's just me. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm glad I did a lot of the things I did. Cause I do think there is, cause uh, that is sort of, I think, how you figure out who you are to a degree, where you're just like, well, that wasn't yeah. that wasn't for me, and I don't yeah. know how I got these bruises. And what, uh, but, <laughs> but like, there's also part mystery of mystery bruises, <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. But there's also part no, of no. But you're right. You're right. I did. You know, it. It's you know, every like my twenty, like my early twenties, and then my late twenties, and then my early thirties, and then now it's like very different five year phases. You know, um, and it was about okay. 
but it, it was for me, it's about becoming a better person, you know, like, cause I used to be a real shithead, you know, and not on purpose. I've always been a nice person who genuinely loves people, but you know, it was just a lot of anger, like misplaced anger, you know, and, and not directing. And that's why I really love coat hangers. It gave me confidence and it kind of directed that anger, you know, into a positive thing where, you know, I could write these songs about how I felt and play like, you know, play it out on stage. And people were like, yeah, man, like, I feel like that too. And then, so you're kind of like, okay, like relating to people. And I think that's the best thing about one of the best things about being in a band is you get to relate to people and have those like live moments where everyone in the crowd and you on stage, it's like, everyone's like, yes, like fuck everything, (laughs) you know? And then, and then the next day, you know, you, you, just go back to doing what you do, but you have that hour or four hours, however long the shows are, you have those moments of catharsis and, and, and connection, you know, like being able to connect to strangers is really, I think it's really bizarre, but it's really great. You know, do you, do you know where the, what the anger stemmed from? Was it certain things or I think it was? Yeah. I, I mean, not, it's like, sometimes it's like, I, I don't even know, but I think, you know, getting bullied a lot growing up being, like, you know, by myself a lot growing up, um, you know, just being a dweeb, um, you know, I was that guy too. I mean, I got this yeah, shit kicked out of me. Us, I think, I'm, yeah. And that's, you know, yeah. And just going through really weird scenarios and like, you know, like, you know, other fucking horrible things. But, um, but everyone, I think for the most part, you know, it's like, you feel, I feel, I feel like sometimes you feel like, okay, well I, you know, that happened to me and that was all, you know, and then you start, it's like, Oh wait, like everyone has been in some awful situation. And it's not about like, like, um, like numbering, like, well, this is way, you know, pain is pain, you know, and anger is anger. And it doesn't matter if it was something small or something really tragic. It's all, you know, the, the human connection that we all share is just pain and suffering, I guess. Uh, and that's what makes the, it, that's what, you know, makes the good times so good. I think, you know, if you don't have the pain, you don't have the happiness. So yeah, it's weird because now when I'm in like good moments, I'm like, I almost like make a check like, hey, this is one of those moments that you should really just enjoy and not be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, wait a minute, is this a trick? Like, <laughs> who's behind the curtain, you know? <laughs> Does Georgia not have good uh, like social services, like healthcare and all that stuff? Uh, I mean, not not that I know of. <laughs> uh, California's all right. Not, but- like, I'm not like poor enough. You know? Oh, yeah. I know that. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I mean, we still, there's a a few Planned Parenthood kind of things, but there's not that many, you know? It's like, and I remember one time I tried to make an appointment just for like a check, you know, like a lady checkup. And it was like, it was going to take like a month. They were booked out like a month in advance, you know, like just because there, I can, I only know of like, too like within my area you know so is that because of like political tax you know like all that Dude, and yeah and there's people there's actually people who like stand in front of it with like you know baby killer signs and stuff like that and i'm like 
And it's always like a weird, it's always like seven people, you know? It's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you doing over there? You know, it's like, just let ladies do what they want to do with their bodies. It's like, I'm almost shocked that we're still talking about all this shit. You know. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I, like, it, what? I'm pretty sure the majority of the country is on board with it. Like, it's... Yeah, I'm not pro-abortion, but I'm just pro, like, not having laws on people's bodies. Like, that's just insane. And I think that's what people kind of, like, they kind of miss that that part. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's not about, like, whether, you know, and also not everyone is, you know, they paint America as a Christian America. And um, that's not true either, you know? It's... But I think it's just like with everything, education and time. Yeah. I, I mean, and and also some people just dying out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just just gotta let just gotta hold on. I've got you know, family like, members and that sounds horrible, but I'm like, please, I don't need you voting anymore. No more voting from you. No more voting. No. You are not allowed. Uh yeah, and this is like um the first time I ever voted was for Obama. Uh, just because that was like so exciting. And like, I was like, oh my God, like this is amazing in my <laughs> lifetime, you know, uh, especially after George, you know, Bush. But, and then, um, and then for, of course, the, the two Trump things. I, I mean, I was like, I have, if I'm going to complain this much, like I gotta, I gotta vote, you know? Yeah. And um, I feel like if nothing else, it was just canceling out my parents, you know? (laughs) And I love them. And my parents are fucking salt of the earth, beautiful, loving, amazing human beings. But they got it all wrong. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, they they're not like QAnon people, but I just I don't know. I feel like they've been brainwashed because of the news channels they watched or so. I don't know. And they're also in their seventies. It's just like, you, you can't, I don't, I just think at a certain point you can't change people's minds, you know? I think people, and I like, and I was saying this sort of earlier, but it's like people stop being curious and seeking and trying to learn. And like you hit us like my mom, I just like, there was just certain things I saw it like around when she hit 60 where she was just like, I like pink and everything suddenly in her house was pink. <laughs> and that was like this beginning of this, like, and then these things yeah. and then this and Christ is good. And I'm like, where does all this, like, is it Can fear I, of what, death? Has this- <laughs> like it's, and then, or has it always been there? And this is just like, you're just at this point where it's like, fuck it. You know, it's like, well, fuck it. I'm I kind of enjoy- want. I'm old. I mean, I do enjoy that. Like, fuck it. Cause my mom just wears stuff and I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? But then there's also, I'm like, <laughs> actually that's pretty cool. Cause it's just like, it, yeah. it gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, when I'm like, when I like, I, I give myself maybe 10 or 20 more years. Like I really want to get into wigs. <laughs> Like, I just want to get into wigs like a motherfucker where it's like uh, almost like on Shit's Creek, you know, where uh, Moira, she has. All, I'm like, that looks amazing. Like, I'm like, can I do that now? I'm like, I can't. I, I, I don't have wig money, you know, but you can find uh, some in thrift stores. I mean, they're going to be a little <laughs> know, ratty. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I could be pretty gross, but that's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I follow a drag queen on Instagram and. I'm just like the wigs, the wig money alone is like, how do you be uh, like, that is a privileged no. game to drag queen. Cause that shit's, everything is super yes. expensive. Everything is super. Yeah. We have a, you know, 
we've done a lot of code hangers have done a lot of things. Okay, my cat, stop. Um, we've done, yeah, code hangers have done like videos and shows, live shows where we get our drag free, uh, drag queen friends to either perform or to just be there to make the party better or to be in the music videos, you know, and the amount of work that they put into, cause a lot of them make their own outfits and you know, the makeup and the prosthetics and the, the wigs. And it's just, it's really, it's really an art form and they're all, they're all hilarious and they're all fucking the, the nicest people. And you know, so yeah. I have much respect for the drag queens <laughs> and and kings. There's kings out yeah. there too, which I feel like um, that's something I didn't really learn about until we were on tour. Where were we? We were somewhere like Bumblefuck mid, like, I don't know, Kansas or somewhere that you wouldn't expect for there to be a drag show. Like, it, and it was like at five o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> like, you know, and we had already done sound check. And so I was like, oh my God, there's, you know, there's a drag show happening next, <laughs> in the next bar. I was like, let's go. And uh, that was the first time I'd seen a drag king perform. And uh, it was interesting. Not my cup of tea, but, you know. it's in, Yeah, right. I have a friend who does drag shows and he sort of, te- like in Astoria, Oregon, which is also, like, it's a fishing town. It's a small little town and it's the same thing where it's like, they do have this big event every year where there's this big drag king and queen show. And it's just like, and it's like, you know, fishermen. And it's just like, it's mind blowing. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm like, okay, so this is fucking progress, right? I mean, this is progress. This makes me happy. You know, it's like just for people to be able to be themselves, you know, and especially, you know, in these smaller towns, like that's gotta be really something else, you know? Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, when you because I, I I don't know if it's weird to talk about your singing voice, but I fucking love your yeah whatever I don't care you ask me anything huh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't scare me I like you I like talking to you you're very easy to talk to uh, but like first of all your voice is incredible like I'm just like every time I wow. listen to you I'm just like fuck that's like that's the voice people would kill for in a band. Like a rock band. <laughs> well, thank you. But, yeah, it's just, you got to just tell people, just smoke the hell out of some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> just just smoke. Smoke them if you got them. No vaping. It has to be real cigarettes. Is that, because I, like, was that, was the first time you sang with the coat hangers? And you were, and it was yeah. just like, this is, shit's going to come out? Like, and it, were you surprised? Like, well... Well, okay, so yeah, so when um, <laughs> you know we just re- we just re released that first album, which uh, it, which it's just the self titled pink one. It's and I was I you know always had a problem with sound, like I kind of sound like a dude. I'm super tall. I've had super short hair before, you know, and uh, I just oh like you know my Inspector Gadget you know outfit. It's just always like t shirts and jeans and like a leather jacket, you know, it's just how I've always dressed. Um, so I was trying to make my voice sound like girlier on that first album. And it is annoying (laughs) 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 because you can just, I'm just, you know, it's just like, Ooh, that's so, what is that? What that's high. And it's weird. Um, but yeah, but then it was just like, I was like, fuck it. I was like, this is what I sound like. And I found kind of just like 
once we started practicing and learning our instruments, then we also started kind of like getting comfortable with our voices too, you know, just growing into it, you know, and figuring it out like you do with everything. And I think a lot of bands, you know, it's like those first albums, you're like, what? You know, like what was happening? But for us, we had never been in bands before, nor had we ever played our instruments before. I mean, Julia played classical guitar, acoustic guitar, but that's very different, obviously. So she had the talent, but yeah, we just all were just like fucking around with it. And so I think, yeah, the by the time, you know, uh, especially by the time the third album came around is when I was like getting into that growly voice. But yeah, it literally just smoking a lot of cigarettes. Like a smoke, (laughs) like I haven't, I haven't been smoking. Like I smoke on and off now occasionally, but do I want one right now? Yes. It is very difficult uh, to quit smoking. But I, again, I'm getting, you know, I'm like 40 and I'm like, ah, you add that up. And it's like, it's like 20 something years of being a smoker. What? Like I could own a, I could have, I could have owned something at this point (laughs) after all that cigarette money. I'm like, could have owned a boat. (laughs) I don't know why I go for boat, but I would live on a boat house I would Oh I would do I that think, in a fucking heartbeat Yeah be that weirdo You know like that old weirdo Down by her houseboat I would do that and also smoking cigarettes. When I see people living in RVs Like you know nice like bigger Winnebago's with a shower and a bathroom I'm like I'd, if I didn't have kids <laughs> I'd do that in a fucking heartbeat Like I would be that guy I would be that guy. Yes. Because you could just be like, fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere. Yeah. I don't like it here. I'm going to go. You know, like, yeah, exactly. No, that's, uh, yeah, my sister likes the RV idea too. (laughs) So I get it. Um, But yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Thank you for the compliment though on my voice. Yeah. I appreciate that because, you know, sometimes people are like, uh, I don't know. So people can be kind of weird. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, but on narcissist, the narcissist thing is like, Dan kind of was like, why don't you try to like sing a little bit, you know? And I was like, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to do that. So it was weird because I kind of, but it was nice to have a challenge, you know, because I, I think that's good to keep yourself challenged. And so, um, so, yeah, so when we were doing the narcissist, he was like, just try to step out of that little box, you know? He's like, you kind of boxed yourself in with coat hangers voice. And I was like, okay, yeah, fuck it. And um, for me, it was just, because he can sing so high. <laughs> so it's funny, because people are like, wait, which one's the which one's the guy and which one's the girl? And I'm like, illusions, you know, like <laughs> keeping people on their toes. <laughs> but yeah, so I, it, for me, it was just about finding like the range. Everyone, I think everyone can sing. It's just about finding where you can and cannot sing. Finding, and then also it's just practice. Like I'm not a great drummer, but you know, it, the the way we I learned is I just did it, you know, and then one day I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to add in a little four tom, you know, and <laughs> and then you get that down, and then you're like, I'm gonna add this in there, you know, and then you just slowly build on that, and I mean, yeah, if if you if anyone ever wants to play, you know, an instrument or something, it's like, I think everyone's always a little 
it is intimidating, you know, but when it comes down to it, you've got to remember that everyone once sucked, <laughs> you know, when they were trying to learn their instruments. So, you know, I don't think it's something people should be nervous about doing. What, uh, what attracted you to the drums? Uh, what do you mean? Like, why did you, what made you choose the drums over? Oh, and also oh. you play violin though, don't you? Oh, I played for like a year. Oh, like that. when I was in sixth grade. Oh, here I thought that we were going to have a big violin. <laughs> I just feel I like mean, sometimes you read things in the, when I'm researching people and it's just like, and they're like, like I say that, oh, you play violin. And they're like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, no, I wish I still did. It was, I was actually better at that. Cause, and then I switched to, uh, because I wanted to have the same lunch period as my friends, I switched to, uh, to, to band and I play, I tried to play the saxophone, which is not, that was awful. It was just awful. It was just awful. And then for a long time, I hated the saxophone. Now I'm warming back up to it. So, but, uh, but no, with drums, it's just something I, I had these punk rock friends in high school, these dudes, they were called the Sa Sally Edward wannabes. And Sally Edwards was like, um, she was like the, the, the vice principal of our high school. <laughs> and so, and I don't know if you could from the name tell, it was just like shitty pop punk, you know, like this was like 1998, you know? And, um, and so I would go to their practices and I, I just love their drummer, Jason Wright. Um, and he, you know, he was, a, and I was just like, that looks like so much fucking fun. You know, it's like, you're using your whole body. You're, you know, it's very like physical. Um, and it just looks, you know, fun as shit. So, um, yeah, I would fuck around, you know, sometimes people's parties if they, you know, how to drum, but not really. Cause it is, I mean, it's definitely the instrument. Like if you fuck up, like everybody knows, you know, <laughs> it's like, you can't, it's not like on guitar or bass where you're like, Oh yeah, I was just throwing something jazzy in there. You know, it was like, it's like, you totally fucked that up. And then, you know, it's like the backbone of the song. So then, then you, you're like, Oh God, I'm going to fuck everyone else up, you know? So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know why now that I said that, I don't know why I chose it, but, <laughs> uh, and it definitely sucked, you know, loading, unloading first on stage, last off stage, you know? It, yeah. Um, I, did you see that thing that Fred Armston did? I don't know. The drum thing, that drum special he did. No, I didn't. It is hilarious. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's like his stand-up bit about drummers. Cause he's a great drummer. He he's is. amazing. I knew Fred yeah. in Chicago. Oh, really? I'll give is you a, a small brag that I don't share often, but I'm the oh, first, on, yeah. first guy to book him to perform like in a comedy show. Like the first time he performed comedy what? at a, like a, a professional comedy show was my doing. That is fucking awesome. Uh, Cause I met He's him great. because, uh, when I worked at second city, the house manager was Steve Albini's girlfriend, now wife. And she was <laughs> like, she was like, you got to have this guy on the show. And I was like, and the show was successful and popular. And I was kind of like, I don't know this fucking guy. And she's like, trust me. 
He's great. And he, like, oh, no. And he, like, had barely, like, he'd done weird things where he emceed, uh, like, uh, fucking karaoke, but, like, he'd never uh-huh. performed as a comedian. Like, he'd played with bands and stuff, and he fucking, it was just like, oh, this guy's, like, it was just like, oh, genius. Like, you're a brilliant. Oh, this guy's a natural. Like, he like, did this. this is what this guy should do. Fully realized piece, and it was just like. It was just my. I was just like, this is this guy's first time. Fuck him! Like it took me know, fifteen right? years. Like, God fucking damn it! Yeah, I still su- yeah. like. Well, I don't do it anymore, but I like. I sucked forever. No, uh, <laughs> but I sort of interrupted your Fred, your drum thing. No, that's it. That's it. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it's hilarious because he just. Um, and I think all the people in the audience are drummers. So. It's like he's performing like it's like a it's like half stand up and then like half like drum stuff. It, it's just it, it's really funny. It's really great, and um, I think he hits the the nail on the head as far as like how drummers are, you know? Because um, we're usually the worst. <laughs> well, it's Ozzy Osbourne says it's like, like as people and bandmates. Yeah. You know, it's just like oh, God damn it. Uh, but we're hard to find too. So yes. it's like, Haha, you're stuck. Yeah. Ozzy said you're like the craziest bunch of people. He's like, and that's coming from Ozzy, who's pretty crazy. He's like, they're always banging yeah. on shit. Right? Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a compliment, though. You know? Yeah. No, uh, it, I think that is because, you know, you, I think, I don't know. It's just something like, I think all drummers just kind of have this like fuck it kind of attitude too. Cause it's just like, you know, we're a physical people. So, <laughs> <laughs> and most of us, you know, drink pretty heavily. So that doesn't help anything, but. Did, did you uh, play the drums before? Like, were you playing before? Cause I know the talk of how the coat hangers came together is that's, that's like an imp- pretty commonly known tale, how you guys Right, right, right. And I don't want yeah. to tread that ground again. But did you? Yeah. <laughs> were you were you already playing that before that happened, or did you guys just go fuck it? Let's start a band and. Yeah, totally. Just fuck it. Um, so you I, didn't know? Did you have a set though already? That's I guess what I was. Were you? Well, playing? that's where I was going. Uh, okay, so in college, same group of guys from high school. This one dude totally ganked my fucking bike. And I asked him, like, have you seen my bike? And he lied to my face. So he was a drummer. And so I, his girlfriend was like my best friend. And I told her, I was like, hey, I was like, I know. And she was like, yeah, he had, your bike is here. And I was like, okay, well, this is what's happening. I was like, I'm, I'm going to steal his drum set. I was like, he has my bike and I know he has an extra drum set. And I was like, I'm coming to get his drum set. And she was like, okay. She's like, I'll help you load it. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I stole that drum set from him (laughs) and, uh, and he never said shit about it. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like if you get my bike, I get your extra, you know, drum set or whatever. But so I had those for a while and, um, yeah, we just set up in, um, Julia and Candace, um, had in a, like a house, like apartment, you know, thing. And we just set up in there and just started fucking around. And, um, and then we got, you know, our friends offered us like, Oh, do you want to share our practice space? And we're like, okay, you know, like, sure. You know? And then, yeah. And then we just kept, you know, and then my sister, uh, so sweet. Uh, a couple of years later, she got me, um, a Gretsch Catalina jazz kit 
which is was hilarious. I had that kit forever, but it's hilarious because the the kick is like I think it was an eighteen. So and I'm huge, so it looked like I was Mario Kart drumming for years. Like, hey, you know, but uh, did you? But get- yeah, but it was it wasn't a real Gretsch. It was like a knockoff, you know. Didn't so. you give that Gretsch kit to a kid? I did. I did. I actually, her dad texted me the other day. Um, yes, she is still playing drums and he sends me like little videos of her, but she's no longer a child. It's so weird. Now she's like a teenager, which is terrifying. But uh, yeah, I, I was like, well, cause I finally got to buy myself like an actual really nice kit. Um, that was over like five, you know, it was like a, Seven hundred dollars or something. I was like, "Cause made it," you know. And so, uh, so we were on tour, and I was like, "They live in New York, and they were coming to the show because it was like an you know all ages kind of thing." And I was like, "I she can have it," you know. I was like, "I'm gonna keep the snare because you know how snare. I don't know why we get so attached to snares, but yeah, whatever." Um, but yeah, but I was like, "I'll totally give it to her if she wants to," because she was going to like band camp or something, and like, and so yeah, so I I remember like giving it to her on like somewhere in Manhattan, like the van was parked and like, I showed her how to change a head on the floor, Tom. And that was awesome. You know, it was just like, hell yeah. And to this day, yeah. Her, her dad texted me the other day and said she was doing a little performance online. Uh, and so, so yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's really cool. It's it's really weird to be like, Oh, like I, like we, the band inspired someone to, um, you know, to do, to do what, you know, like play another, play an instrument or be in a band, you know, it's like, wow, that's different. <laughs> but I feel like, don't you, do, do you all strive to do like from a lot of the things I've read from both of researching you and Julia, like you seem to want to, or you strive to influence and like, be like, Hey, anybody do this. Yeah, man, just do totally. It. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> we should coin a phrase. <laughs> 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 But it's like, it's kind of catchy, huh? That's got a ring to it. Uh, no, <laughs> but I mean, for that young woman, because yeah. she's probably a yeah. young woman. It's like, and I had people reach out to me when I was trying to do shit as a teen, and it's like it goes a long fucking way, especially if you're not getting encouragement at home. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's also you know like, like when you see like a band that you're really into and then you try to talk to them after a show and they're fucking assholes. Like that is like, oof, that hurts, you know, especially when you're younger. So, um, or if they're acting like they're better than you or like, like it's just such like an ego thing. And it's like, ugh, like who has time for that? You know, it's like without people coming to your, without fans and people listening and buying your music, it's like, you're, you're still nothing, you know, (laughs) like we're on the same playing field here. So, so I think, you know, yeah. And I think it's good just to remind people just in general, like, like you can do whatever you want, like just go for it. And if it doesn't work out, then you just learn that you don't want to do that anymore. You know, my dad always said like, life is all about figuring out what you don't want to (laughs) do. And I think that's true. Cause there's a lot of shit to try out, you know? And if, I don't know, especially like seeing like young women, young females coming to the shows and like just reminding them that like, hey, like you can be the badass bitch on stage. Like you don't have to be the groupie. You don't have to be the girlfriend. You don't have to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you can do it too. Like it really, you know, like there's just other options because there's absolutely, I'm not 
trying to talk shit about girlfriends or groupies because they rule too. I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying there's different options, you know? Um, so yeah, so that was something we've always tried to just, yeah, just, just get a fucking drum set or get a guitar and just fuck around with it. And, you know, now with YouTube and everything, there's really no excuse, you know? Yeah. Or WikiHow. I love WikiHow. <laughs> I took apart my dish. I took apart my um, dishwasher the other day and learned how to learned how to clean it out. Thank you, WikiHow. Yeah, I do that all the time. What well, are YouTube videos like? If to clean, usually it's like cleaning something out that I don't want to do. But my landlord isn't going to do it, so because he's a fucking asshole, <laughs> exactly. so I have to. Yeah, and I'm always like, ah. Man, this is like, if I take this apart, there's 50% chance it might not ever go back together. So I pick and choose my cleaning, fixing ability, balance, you know, like I challenges, you know, I try not to challenge myself too much. With um, uh, getting back to a uh, narcissist, I thought I could itch yeah. my ear with the headphones on. turns out I can't. Um, Do you want to take them off? No, I'm good. Do you want to... Uh, okay. my, it, my ear is good. I kind of got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, at any point, if you need to itch that ear... I appreciate your ear concern. It make, means yes. a lot to me. But how? Yeah, thank you. Narcissist is with your boyfriend, right? I'm I'm not crazy. Yeah. Uh huh. No, so, no, no. You got it. Was it? Did you decide after you started dating, like, let's be a band, or how did that? Yeah. Isn't yeah. it weird that it both like, you and Julia have? <laughs> Isn't it so weird? I feel like it's very like it's like man, yeah. It's like we're two very different people yet very similar people. You know, it's like as far as like our little like wavelength, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but it it's hilarious because uh, I didn't know she was doing that and she didn't know I was doing this because I feel like like I didn't know like if we were even gonna if we were gonna make Narcissus like a thing, you know, because he has a studio just like Scott um, in the back of the house. It's called Record studios rcrd and um and you know he he was recording this was before covid bullshit and he was just you know recording bands and i would just usually i would know the musicians he was working with so i just go back and fuck around with them in the studio and then one night we were just staying up late partying and i was like i was like do you want to like i was like that sounds fucking good and then i was on tour and he wrote this song on the piano and sent it to me and I was like uh this is amazing and I was like do you want to like fuck around because he doesn't you know he's not like a guy to like jam out you know but we uh so yeah so he started writing beats and you know so he's an amazing guitar player um and then I started writing you know um lyrics and we started just kind of collaborating together and then we had like six songs and we're like well we should just like write a write like four or five more and just write an album, you know? And then um, we played a few shows live, which was super awkward for me because, you know, I'm not playing drums. I'm just up front. And there's a lot of little breakdown parts and I don't know what to fucking do uh, <laughs> during those breakdown parts. At one point I was eating, like, I think I was eating uh, at one show because <laughs> I wasn't drinking at the time. So I was sober and up front and I was like, this is awful. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, but anyway, so, but now, you know, um, yeah, we, and so we just kind of, 
we're like, let's just fucking do the damn thing, especially when COVID hit. I mean, we were just so bored. And like, you know, Julia and Meredith, they live in different states. And it's just, you know, I, I just, it was just something that me and Dan just had the time to do. And um, he's a great writer. And, you know, it was just, I just wanted to be able to expand, you know, again, adding another little thing, put another little thing on my tab, you know? <laughs> Because why not? Is Meredith going to start a band with a significant other? I hope so, because they do. He does. He just moved up there with her. So Where is she living? That would be fucking amazing. Fall River, Massachusetts, oh. outside of Boston. Yeah. Is it? I because coat hangers are staying together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, because it seems, you know, you're, everybody's, I mean, I mean, that's also the way things go, but but everybody's in different yeah. states and it gets a little hard, I would imagine. Yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to, um, I, I don't know, it's like, I, it's just, I don't like those, li- those live things, you know, where everyone's in a different, that's not going to work out, that's going to be awful. And also... <laughs> A big thing, not because of us. It's just technology again, and you have no control over it. And I think, you know, that's why we did the re-release of the first album, you know, kind of staying in the mix. And then I think um, we're talking about maybe putting out like a split EP maybe. Um, And Julia has been keeping up with the merch store so that people who still want to support us, you know, we can give them something fun. Um... But it's just one of those things, yeah, we, I mean, we've been a band. I mean, shit, we've been been a band for almost 15 years. What? That's disgusting. <laughs> it's insanity. Ugh, like, fuck us. What, who do we think we are? So, but, you know, so it's just one of those things where it's just like, again, you, you develop as a band. I mean, are we going to get back in the van, which I we had to sell, unfortunately? Uh, you know, and tour like we used to? Probably not. But do we still want to play shows? Of course, you know, we still want to be able to to play shows once things go back to normal and all that. It's just, you know, it's just kind of, you know, refiguring things out after this whole COVID thing. Yeah, it's going to, is it weird to have everybody? What? No, what'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Is it weird to have everybody in different states? Because it seems like, I mean, you're such a tight knit group. It's got to... Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Of course. Like I miss, I miss my girls, but at the same time, you know, you know, it's just life, man. You know, it's like, we've all got serious relationship. I mean, Julia's married, you know, and everyone's kind of doing their own thing right now. So, you know, I wish it's one of those things where it's like, I wish we'd go back in time, you know, where we were all still like no responsibilities, no serious, you know, nothing going to fucking house shows, getting fucked up all the time, you know, just having a good time. Like, I wish we could go back to that, you know, because now it's just like, especially now, I mean, you know, what's also sad is that a lot of, because of the pandemic, a lot of those smaller clubs have had to close their doors, you know, like, um, and that's insane, you know, like places that have been around for fucking forever. I've been Uh, trying to buy merch and stuff, just do whatever I can because it's like, Mm -hmm. I was, there's a, the optimist and the guy who sort of grew up with, you know, DIY punk hopes that I don't want those venues to close, but I hope maybe from that, some kind of new for not form, uh, movement 
forms. Right. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, like, because I know I've heard like Spotify and Amazon have like are possibly buying some of these fucking places. Like, okay. uh, what Live Nation? <laughs> Live Nation what? bought the Echo in in LA. You know, you've played the Echo Plex. Yeah. That's we actually met at the Echo Plex. Not that I expect you to remember that. <laughs> okay. Well, there was like this day, Hi. and I talked to Julia about this, but I don't think she remembered. But there was like this. Um, what is it? Aquarium Drunkard did this day, sort of two day or one day festival at the Echo Plex. Okay. This is right when your okay. first album came out. And oh god, myself oh, no, and no, another no, comedian not- emceed the show. Oh, and you guys asked us. To, I had just quit drinking because I uh, at the uh, it, it, I drank again afterwards. But I was like I I was like <laughs> I was I was ruining my life, and I was like I need to take a break because I'm yeah. really fucking up. And right. but you guys wanted us to go out and party with you, and I was like, why, why, God, why? Because <laughs> I really wanted to. Dude, that totally sounds like us. Yeah. And yeah. I just remember the at the time it was the four of you just being like, "Come on, we're going!" Like, let's go! Drink. And I was like, "Oh fuck, why can't I?" Do? Like, I wanted to so badly, dude. I think now it's like vaguely coming back to me. I totally like because yeah, I mean, ooh, yeah, it was a long time ago. First of all, and second of all, doing a lot of drugs, drinking a lot. Yeah, but, it was twelve. 15, oh my god, I was. I must have because I was dude but I think I mean that's kind of all coming back to me now uh it's like that Celine Dion song is that Celine Dion yeah but yeah it was it was I was just like I was just like why can't this because that probably would have been and I could fucking drink boy because I was like that would have probably been a pretty rough and tumble night (laughs) right I mean who knows I mean yeah probably definitely um because yeah because yeah, I mean, we used to, yeah, we used to party. And that's another thing. It's like... Oh, Bonnie from uh, Death Valley Girls was like, she's like, I can't, I, she's like hangovers for days if I'm with those guys. <laughs> I fucking love those guys. Bonnie is a magical unicorn creature. I don't know what planet she's from, but I fucking love her. She's, she's the most positive. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, because yeah, we've had a good times with them too, because we've done a bunch of stuff with them and they're one of those bands just so posy, so great, you know, and they do, they do it on such their own level. It's like on their own wavelength again, you know, it's just, it's really good. It's really, it's really genuine, you know, it's yeah, they're beautiful, but, but yeah, no, if we had gone out drinking together, one of us might've died. Yeah. <laughs> One of us definitely wouldn't be here. Yeah. So I, it's for the best. I don't know how, like, <laughs> I, I often am like, God, I hope my liver holds up. Like, I really hope it hangs in <laughs> I was there. just studying the liver the other day. It's actually, it's pretty good at recycling its, um, its, own, its own stem cells. So Yeah. Anytime I get yeah. a blood test, I was like, okay, this is the time they tell me I fucked it. <laughs> this is the here time I hear I don't have a liver anymore. Yeah, no, I haven't been. Like, I haven't. I don't even know my blood type. We were just saying that the other day. And I was like, ah. And I was like, maybe I should know something about that. Yeah, that's weird, huh? I don't yeah. know. I've, I've um, had blood tests. But I haven't been to a doctor. I haven't been, like, I haven't had a checkup, you know, and I don't even know how long. Like, no idea. Go to no WikiHow. Idea. I don't really like going yourself. to doctors. Huh? Go to WikiHow and do it yourself. There you go. <laughs> my uh, my boyfriend, he's constantly worried about his blood pressure. So we have one of those arm pumpy things, which I should know what it's called. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I'm like, you know, the arm pump. 
The arm pumpy thing. Well, I can solve some of your problems. You guys could move to California so we can all hang out. Uh, the, yeah. There's a healthcare here. You could teach yeah. my daughter to play drums because she would. She oh. she loves. Is she is she, is she starting? To, is she, do you have a little kit for? We don't have a kit. She has a ukulele, but she pretends oh, yeah. it's a guitar. And she, I've made her a playlist because she. Anytime we listen to music, she gets mad if it's not a woman singing. She's like, this, these are guys. And she's five, five. I talked about her too much with Julia, which I don't usually talk about my kids. But, but I made her a playlist of your yeah. like, and it's a lot of. It's all just you know death valley girls and you guys yeah. and she's and she oh. fucking fake rocks out love it what a little badass <laughs> that's I want fucking her, great man i would be yeah. thrilled to such have confidence a musician kid oh my god yes yes get in on that i would get not, in on that child get on that child child <laughs> star money <laughs> that's still a thing <laughs> if she like if she joined a sorority or something i'd be like fuck where did i go wrong what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're going into oh, accounting? God. You're not my child. <laughs> you're not my offspring. <laughs> Your mother clearly oh, fucked somebody. <laughs> no, not that I blame her. Why? I don't blame her. Right. Um, <laughs> is there anything to, to wind it up? Is there anything you want to... I'm going to... In the show notes, I put everything that is you and Splendid, but is there anything that I might have forgotten or that you would like to give a shout-out to? Shout-out. I shouldn't say that. That's like a cool guy's thing. No, no. <laughs> no, no. I like that. Bring it back. I don't know. Um, yeah, no. Uh, no. I, I think, yeah. No, I had a... This was a great chat. I hope we can keep in touch. We can. And thank and you. Chat. Thank you for listening to this conversation with Stephanie Luke. Uh, if you want to hear part two of us continue talking, and there's a lot of great stuff we talk about, um, become a Patreon subscriber, and you can listen to part two of this conversation. It's about another hour. So I hope you become a Patreon subscriber, follow my social media, and thank you for listening and supporting podcasting, independent podcasting. <laughs>